Welcome back, Duck fans, to a new episode of Duck TV's football podcast. Ryan couldn't make it this week, but I have two amazing guests with me, Ian and Joe. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here and talk some Duck football. Let's do this. Hey, Duck fans. I'm happy to be here, and I couldn't think of a better way to spend my afternoon. Oregon had an amazing game against UW. It was very back and forth, but they ended up coming back and beating the Huskies. Tell me a little bit about the game, how you felt, how the Ducks did, how the Huskies did. Go ahead, guys. Um, one takeaway I had from the game was definitely the like the back and forth battle. Like a lot of the games this year for Oregon have been primarily like single handed. Like outside of the Auburn game, we've been getting control and the defense has played really well, not allowing a lot of points. Um, I know like this game, Washington kind of came out striking with their offense. They were playing pretty good, but I was really proud of the way like Oregon came back into the game and like didn't give up and like. Just the resiliency of the team, like they wanted to win. It's a big rivalry game, yeah, obviously. We, we don't have to talk about the rivalry with that game. So it was I like I was proud. Yeah. I really thought that Oregon's defense won it for them and that they had lots of tough and grit, especially when Die broke his thumb and played through it. I yeah. think it shows both sides of how much this team wants to win and wants to go towards the playoffs. Yeah, and I definitely think our defense did an amazing job, but we have to talk about the offensive players that stepped up and pulled through in the last quarter. Justin Herbert, of course. Had an amazing game. What other players do y'all see on the offense that had really good standout performances? Uh, Cyrus Habibi. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the last name per correctly. I know that part for sure. Uh, <laughs> he started obviously with the tackle in the big game, chasing down the fan. But like he's he's really stepped it up these past couple games. I thought the way he ran the ball and was just very physical with running the ball. Um, you know, breaking through a lot of arm tackles. Like he ran with a determination and like. The big fourth and one like down he got for us like he played with a lot of grit and he brought it um same thing with uh ooh, I'm, you go you go it'll come back to me definitely uh i was really proud of all the wide receivers and everything like that for oregon Absolutely. very tough defensive team uh was was washington was playing especially when uh when uh breland went down they really stepped up by committee and that's really good to see this team doing that they did we had a few injuries in the game before last weekend and it led to some position changes, but I think the Ducks did really well at shifting and adjusting to be able to win the game and pull over the win on UW. And I know, as y'all do, it's a huge rivalry game and how much it means to the team to go up to Seattle and be able to beat the Huskies. So how do you think that that momentum and that excitement will carry into the Washington State game this coming weekend? Um, I think they're fired up as ever, honestly. Like. That game brings a lot of like energy out of both of those teams and whoever has like the edge and whoever gets that win, I think they're feeling high and the loser's feeling low. Like I think it's a very big momentum game for the both of those teams. And I think Washington State, they throw the ball a lot, but I think this Oregon defense is gonna come in ready and very fired up with the home fans. You know, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Washington State is one of the top Pac-12 teams. Joe, how are you feeling about the matchup? What do you think we need to be on the look for when watching the game? Uh, I think it's containing, as you said, the passing game of Washington State. They're very dynamic, and it's very important uh, that they won that game up, up in Seattle. They're coming in with lots of confidence and momentum, and hopefully they can break this four-year losing streak. Yeah, it is really tough for Oregon to have this four-year losing streak. They've beaten us twice here and twice at home, and I think that the home crowd will help this year. Maybe it's Justin Herbert's senior year. How are y'all feeling about the game? Do you see Oregon coming out with the win? 
I'm riding high with some confidence for sure. Um, I am a Duck fan, but like obviously I think they're playing really well this season. This is one of the best defenses the Ducks have had in a long time. Um, Herbert now is like 35 or 36 straight games with throwing and passing touchdowns. That's, that's insane. Mild, that's insanely impressive. Um, receivers are playing well. Defense is stepping up. Like people are filling into their roles, like you said, with Breland going down. But like, I'm feeling good. I think the Ducks are going to get the win. Yeah, Joe. Obviously, he was obviously we're both we're all Duck fans here. I'll present the Devils advocates. What do you mean? We have a few Duck. Oh. Things oh, around, yeah. Okay. Obviously, I'll, pres I'll present the devil's advocate. If Washington State throws the first punch and deflates Oregon early on defense, th those injuries could catch up to Oregon, and that's how yeah. they could lose the game. But as we mentioned, we, 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 we saw Oregon go, and they stayed resilient through that back-and-forth game. We even saw a guy, like I said, die, break his thumb. I think this Oregon team, team is as tough as nails, so yeah. Yeah, so our two toughest games this season have obviously been against UW and Auburn. What other games do you see the Ducks struggling with or having a closer game and not a game where we keep the opponents to single digits like they have in the past few games? Uh, it's, it's kind of been an up and down season for this team, but USC is always a tough game for the Ducks, especially down in California. Um, I think like a lot of the Pac-12 teams are playing well though. Like Arizona State is playing really well this year, and we're in Arizona for that one. I know University of Arizona comes here, and that game is you know Arizona's beat us a couple times in the last year. So like this team is very good, but the Pac-12 you never know. It's it, anything can happen. It on always seems year. to be a toss-up with all the teams. In yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, no, the Pac-12 is unpredictable. They always got to be consistent. Yeah. We saw a couple weeks ago when UCLA went and had that. How big of a comeback was it? About like 30 points? Yeah, 30, 30 something point absolutely comeback. crazy. In this conference, you can't rest for a moment. And of course, the biggest game for all Oregon fans is going to be the Civil War. Oregon State's going to try and bring it. you got to watch out for that of course, game. Of course, and that game is at home in a couple of weeks. How do you feel about Oregon State? They've had a very up-and-down season, a very up-and-down past few decades. How do you feel about the Ducks? Facing off against the Beavers in a few weeks. Um, I think this team is very senior heavy. You look at the O-line, four out of the five starters on offensive line are seniors. Herbert's a senior. Troy Dye's senior. Like, there's seniors and big names everywhere that have been in this program for a long time, and they're going to bring the juice for that Civil War game. Like, it's their last chance to go up against the Beavers, you know, 45 miles down the road. And, like, it's... It's going to be a good atmosphere. Austin's going to be bringing it, and I think it'll be a good big win for the Ducks. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Even though I was just talking about how dangerous <laughs> Oregon State could be. So sorry, Dad. He's a Beaver fan. You, you should turn off the camera now. <laughs> but um, it should be pretty handily win for the Ducks, especially yeah. if they go and do what they're going to do. I don't think Oregon State's defense can handle them, and I don't think Oregon State has the offensive firepower to even score a point, really. Wow, okay, big bets about so the wait, Oregon State So wait, State wait, 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 we're on the camera. Is that predicting a shutout? No. No? Okay. <laughs> of course not. Okay. He doesn't want to take claim to of that. Of course not, okay. Okay, Just okay, I was sure. about to say it's a big call to make Just right making now. sure, because I'll, we are on camera. I'll make you 20 bucks, and I'll make you a $30 bet. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> I'm done for that. Okay, we're talking about the Pac-12. Let's move away from the Ducks a little bit. We have a few big matchups this weekend. Okay, let's talk about USC Colorado, Utah Cal, ASU UCLA. What games are y'all most excited about in the Pac-12 this weekend? 
Um, I'm thinking that Cal game. Like, Cal, for me, is a team that's been very up and down throughout this year. Like, you've seen them get some big wins, but then, like, last week, you know, Oregon State went down to Berkeley and beat them. So it's like, like we've been talking about, the Pac-12 is very kind of like night by night, game by game. So I'm really looking for the Cal game, and then um, I'm looking for the USC game as well. I want to see how USC plays, you know, because the Ducks got them coming up. So a little scouting, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, we want to go and look at like the Arizona State game because they're ranked and they're going up against UCLA. I think that should be a pretty easy win for Arizona State. Yeah. But you can't, as we said, in the Pac-12, anything's possible. Uh, other than that, I really agree with Ian on his sentiment about the uh, about the earlier game. Yeah. Yeah, of course, every game is very unpredictable, and you can't take anything for granted. But I think all five Pac-12 games this weekend will be extremely interesting to watch and see who comes out on top. All right, our last segment, we love to have fun with this. We do a top 25 pick em. We're not going to go through all the games of the week, but we will highlight a few. We're going to start off with number 16, SMU. Absolutely insane season for them. Very unpredicted. Shane Buchel, the old University of Texas quarterback, is now their starter. They're facing the University of Houston. What do you see happening in this game? How do you see it unfolding? SMU's at 7-0 right now. I'm predicting 8-0. I think they bring so much firepower to the table on offense. They're one of three teams in the FBS to have 35 points or more in every game this season. Like, you, you wouldn't have seen that coming on paper at the beginning of the season. So it's their year, and they're taking it, and they are running with it. Eight, yeah. SMU goes to 8-0. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. 8-0. I can't believe it. SMU 8-0. Okay, next game. Number eight, Notre Dame versus number 19, Michigan. It's a pretty classic rivalry. Who do you see coming out on top? Who do you see defeating one of their rivals? I got uh, Notre Dame in this one for me. Uh, I think quarterback Ian Book has been playing pretty well this year. Um, I think uh, Michigan has had too many chances in big games, and they just kind of just lay out duds sometimes, and I think They've been up and down for a long time now. Harbaugh's a big name with the khakis and everything. You know, like, he brings a good, like, I don't know. I think Notre Dame's playing really well this year, and I'm going to have to give the edge to Notre Dame. Yeah. I'm going to have to say Michigan. I have a friend that goes to Notre Dame, and I always like to see my friends lose sometimes. So. Wow, tough. Okay. Tough love. Okay. Yeah. The next game is number seven, Florida, versus number 10, Georgia. Very similar seasons, very similar teams. Big SEC matchup. It'll be a close game, I think. But I do have Florida coming out on top over Georgia. They've been struggling so much recently, especially after that loss to South Carolina. What do y'all yep. see happening in the game? Um, that's tough. I'm going to have to say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Florida as well. I think even though LSU got the better of them, uh, Florida played really well. They hung in there. They're a tough SEC team. And no slack to Georgia, but I think um, they've just been slow. They've just been like teams have been starting to figure out their formula a little bit more. And like the loss to South Carolina, when you're a top top ranked team like that and have aspirations of the college football playoff, like it hurts. It really hurts. Kind of takes the toll. Yeah, and I absolutely. think I think you know that Georgia's no slack to the team. Don't get me wrong, but I'll go with um, Florida winning this one. Uh, I think Georgia will. I think that. As you said, they lost to South Carolina. They, they got pretty embarrassed out of losing an unranked team. Uh, and I think they're definitely going to try, even though I don't think they can make the playoffs, I think that pretty much destroyed their chances. 
I, that, that team is going to try. That, that organization is a very well run, and they're going to try and make a run for it no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Up next, we have number five, Oklahoma, as a Texas fan. I just can't get behind this team quite yet, but they are top five, and they are facing Kansas State, an unranked Big 12 team. Who do you all see coming away with this win? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, and it's not even close. Yeah. Jalen Hurts right now, he is playing out of this world. Last week, he had one incompletion and five total touchdowns. Um, he's playing, yeah, he's playing on a whole nother level. The defense, like, they got this system. You know, he's making a case for Oklahoma to have that third straight Heisman. So, I don't know. Best of luck, but I got Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma. All the way? Okay. Guess I understand. Up next, we have number four, Clemson versus Boston College. Clemson has struggled against unranked teams so far. Where do you see them? How do you see them handling Boston College this week? Um, Boston College has always been a very, like, reputable program. Um, I think you can never count them out. Uh, and lately, the past couple of weeks, Trevor Lawrence has been seeming a little more lax with the football and his decision-making. Uh, I think... He's maybe falling into trusting his arm a little bit too much. And he is a great arm talent, but you can't always get bailed out by your arm. So I'm going to have to go say Clemson wins it just because they have too much overall firepower. But, you know, watch out for Boston College to hang in there. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to say Clemson as well. I definitely uh, agree that they have not looked as formidable as last year against unranked teams. But they're trusting a sophomore quarterback, super young. He's, this is like part of the learning process, part of the growing pains, and I expect him to, at this point in the season, kind of start uh, building back up his confidence and getting ready to try and make a run for another championship. Yeah. Okay, you talk about his growing pains and his learning curve. He won the freaking national championship as a freshman. Do you think this is a sophomore slump? Why do you think he's been struggling so much more than he did last year? Because I think teams, they're just game playing around him more. They're, they're like, oh, this kid won the championship. He's yeah. a threat. He's young as well, like I said. He's, I think, like a couple months younger than me, and I'm not ready for anything. So, I mean, obviously, what's he thinking about? He's just still a kid. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah, I would say teams just got more game, you know, just got more game film on him, and we're just knew what to look for more. So, like, when you get a freshman who lights up the country like that, you're like, it's just kind of like a slap in the face. Like, you couldn't have even seen it coming. Like, He's got, the, he's got the pretty boy long hair, and he does his thing. But like, yeah, sunshine, let's go. Sunshine, yeah, exactly. Sunshine, let's go. Um, but no, like, I, think, uh, I think, yeah, just more exposure, more game film. But he's still a great talent, and I think he's always going to keep progressing. And, you know, they're fighting. They're still, they're still unranked. They're unbeaten. So, Do you yeah. think they can win it all? No, not this year. Oh, okay. Not no. this year. I don't. I think they were very, very good last year, um, and I don't. Obviously, they're not like they're still a very good team, but I think a lot of other teams right now are just playing with more consistency. Yeah, and, yeah. I'd have to agree. Okay, up next we have number three, Ohio State versus number thirteen, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's defense was on an incredible streak, allowed four touchdowns, had four touchdowns themselves until last week against Illinois totally fell apart and ended up losing in the end. And now they're facing Ohio State. How do you see this game unfolding? Um, Wisconsin, uh, I think they 
they made a big mistake in the game against Illinois last week when they chose to throw the ball on that third and two, I think it was, late in the game, and they ended up costing them the interception, which, give, which gave Illinois the ball back. Um, for Ohio State, like Justin Fields, their quarterback, he's playing on a whole nother level right now. He's getting lots of people involved. They're, I think they're putting up close to like 40 points a game. Like They're seemingly beating everybody by a lot of points, and I think Ohio State's gonna take that one. Yeah. Uh, I'll say there's gonna be a big upset. I'll say Wisconsin. I'll Wisconsin. say that that team, Wisconsin, they're, I think they're pretty mad that they just like got beat up on, on a national level. And uh, they're of course gonna do scouting reports on Justin Fields, and I expect them to come out rocking on defense. Yeah. Where's that game at, Dina? I think. Because both teams have a good crowd, but they do it, have a it good goes crowd. it goes yeah. crazy in Columbus. Yeah. It's, it's a whole nother Yeah, level. I think whoever is home has the home field advantage by far, and it's yes. a real home field yes. advantage. Yes, and it's, we'll yeah. see how you know, the opposing quarterbacks, you know, the road quarterback does with that crowd noise. And yeah. de defense is the most important thing in college sports and all college sports. Oh, it absolutely opinion. is. Like, I mean, I think Wisconsin's going to win. Okay. okay. Ohio State defense is no slack. I know, but they, they got they got players <laughs> on both sides. Of hey, I have to disagree with you once in a while, Ian. Come on, I gotta make this interesting. Oh, God. That's okay. true. Okay. Up true. next, we have number two LSU against the ever infamous Auburn now in Eugene. How do you see this game unfolding? Auburn obviously had an amazing start to the season with the comeback win over the Ducks, but LSU has absolutely blown teams up. Uh, Joe Burrow is a very sneaky pick for Heisman. He already has 30 passing touchdowns in seven weeks now. Uh, already broke the single season LSU record in half of their games, which is just mind boggling. Um, that defense is legit. They've now had two top 10 wins when they beat Texas and now they beat Florida. Um, I think LSU is for real. I'm gonna go with LSU on this one. Yeah. Also because, you know, Auburn beat the Ducks, but we don't need to talk about that. We really don't. I'll have to say I'll say LSU. I don't think. Okay. I I just don't think I don't think Auburn's gonna have it because I do think it's in. I do think it's at LSU. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. It's in Death Valley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can hear it in the name Death yeah. Valley. Yeah. Like. Death. Death to Auburn right now <laughs> for them. Sadly. Death to yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. In the last game of the week, number one Alabama versus Arkansas. A long-lived rivalry. I don't know if you can call it that as much anymore, but they are in the SEC together. Who do you see coming out on top of that game? Be ready for Arkansas to maybe make some noise. Tua, Tua Galover, however you pronounce his last name. Just say, just say Tua. Just say Tua. Okay, Tua is out this week. He sprained his ankle last week. Um, obviously, Alabama's backup is going to be a good quarterback, but we will see how he gets. You know how he plays, getting thrust into that like big game, real live snap situation, and the Arkansas people, they're gonna, they're gonna have that chip right here on their shoulder, and they're gonna be, they're gonna be wanting it. I don't know. Uh, I'll, you know what, Arkansas. Wow. So you know what? Big, big. You know what? <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say, like, Tua is out, but you're right now really underestimating Alabama as a uh, organization of how oh, they've no, done, I, I'm but not. you're also, you got to think to yourself that Nick Saban and his coaching staff, they aren't slouches. They, of course, are going to plan around injuries and things like that. They, I bet they have some tricks up their sleeves. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I, 
I can say all you want. Yeah, yes, I totally agree. Nick Saban and the Alabama coaching staff are through the roof with their game plans and their preparation, and they never seem to fail. Do you amaze you with what they can do? Yeah. But I just know, and college, I'm not a college athlete, but I know enough to know that live snaps are different than practice snaps. That is a totally Absolutely. different thing. Mm -hmm. So we will see how the backup plays when he gets out there, but I'm going to have to ride with my pick. Arkansas getting me upset. Okay, I'm gonna have to go with Bama. I mean, darn. Yeah, Sam. Big, yeah. big surprise. Number one, Bama picked over unranked Arkansas. But I mean, it just seems like they have an unformidable team. They they don't lose. They don't give up points. They don't give up yards. I mean, they've unless been destroying teams. They are unless the it's the national championship yeah. against Clemson. They will not lose somehow. But talking about national championship, who do y'all have as the top four going into the playoffs? Right now, my top four would have to be, in no particular order, um, I can't think that hard right now, but in no particular order, my top four would have to be Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, and Alabama. Wow, Clemson not even in the top four, okay. Not as of right now. Like, they can still get in because they have the reputation of being the past national champion, but I don't think that's what it should be about. I think it should be about the four best teams in college football right now. Mm. And to me, those four are playing at the highest, most consistent level. And I, yeah, as of right now, those are my top four. Yeah. Uh, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, and... It's Oklahoma or Ohio State. Ohio State. I, I, I was thinking, like, trying to decide, but... I definitely think Ohio State will will get the nod. I think they've been up there the yeah. longer. Yeah, they've it's very fair. Okay, we're talking about all of these amazing teams. We're talking about the top four, but you have to think about the quarterbacks. Obviously, two is hurt at Bama, but we have Fields, Hurts, Burrow. I mean, who do you see winning the Heisman? We have amazing, amazing candidates going into this year, but how are you going to pick? Um, as of right now. I would say the most like important person to their team and the most impressive stat line has been Jalen Hurts. And yeah. yes, it's, it would be very cool to have back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back QBs win the Heisman from Oklahoma. But I think his ability to run the ball and throw the ball and like really just make the game look so effortless. Like last week, like I said earlier, he had one incompletion. Like it's like playing catch in the backyard. I mean, for, it's unheard of how yeah. good he's been playing. Yeah, and it's like, that's no slack to Burrow, to Tua, to even Herbert. Like, there's so many good players in this country where it's just like, I don't know. But as of right now, I would say Jalen Hurts has my vote. Yeah. Hmm. I'd like to say Jalen Hurts, but I want to be, uh, you can, I, you I, can I, hop I, on I, the train. I, wanna, I, I don't want to be that person that hops on the train. Uh, you know what? I'll hop on the Oregon train and go Justin Herbert, just because... That's no slouch, dude. He's, yeah, he's been playing really well. Amazing, yeah. Dude, he's no, really well. It's awesome. It's senior year. He want, he, that team wants to go to the playoffs. And he, he's the engine, of course, behind the offense. I expect him to have some massive games with um, awesome yardage. I'm predicting, yeah. I'm predicting. I just I wish they would let him throw the ball downfield a little more. Yeah. yeah. I really do, too. Like, top he's three, got the talent. Top three would probably be... Hertz, Herbert, and Burroughs, do you think? Do you think that's um, one of those, my command between those three? Fields is going to be number three. Yeah, I'm not. He's, he's really good. I don't know. There's, there's, there's too many. There's, there are too many there's quarterbacks. Too, there, yeah. Do you think the draft is going to be full of quarterbacks in the yes. first few picks? Yes. 
Yes, I think a lot of NF teams in the NFL, anyways, are looking for a quarterback. Um, the Titans. The Titans just benching Mariota. Um, I've actually heard some art, seen some articles about Herbert maybe going to the Titans. So another Titans. Be fun. And then, and then according to rumors, Mariota's going to go to the Patriots. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When believe? Tom Brady retires in like thirty years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Playing no, no, no. So it's fifty. It's fifty. <laughs> my bad. Walker. My bad. Yeah. He absolutely will. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning into another episode of The Breakdown. Make sure to subscribe to All Things Duck TV Sports to stay up to date on all things Oregon Athletics. Thanks again, guys.